You've made a terrible mistake. You're listening to Wisdom of One. I only sing if I can sing in Dagan's voice. <laughs> so it feels safer. That's why I always sing as Barbara Streisand. <laughs> you should not have told us that. And then we try to do performance poop onto the shark. Performance and, yeah. poop. I'm really proud to have entered that into the lexicon. <laughs> uh, so according to the Urban Dictionary, the closest thing is performance enhancing poop. <laughs> which is, I'm about to go running, but first... Time for a performance enhancing poop. Oh. <laughs> so that's cool, but not a performance poop. Like the act of pooping is the performance? No. That's amazing. <laughs> that's why I'm such a bad runner. I have far too much poop to run. I should tell that to my Fitbit. Stop beeping at me, I gotta poop. <laughs> So somebody has to tell me when the clock starts for my bullshit. So that's what I was going to get to before I started the actual episode. We received a number of complaints from the audience. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, we have an audience? That Skankra was not following the instructions of the game. The game as it was originally described is you have to speak for an entire episode only in compliments to other people. Not to yourself. Okay, first of all, Skankra is not a follower. Skankra is a leader. <laughs> you know, I was actually had some thoughts about this. I think Skankra, his whole deal is like, he actually is not a moral person because he, he ends up treating everyone always as a means to an end rather than an end in, uh, to a mean. Oh, shit, wait, how's that go? Wait, wait, I have more thoughts. I have more thoughts. <laughs> I have more words. I have more words to say. <clears throat> I'm going to say them. And then, you know... I think Skankra doesn't really define himself as a person. I think Skankra is like a super ego that like controls Skankra as though it was somebody else. That's my thought. You know, Dagan, you have so many limitations and you really keep saying words despite them. (laughs) Yeah, I sure do. (laughs) That's almost a compliment. (laughs) Almost. (laughs) It's really impressive how you haven't shut down due to the low voltage in your head. Yeah. You succeeded exactly to my expectations. (laughs) I think that you should spend more time in the monk box, is it? <laughs> um, oh yeah, you know, the place where I grew up and stuff and where they taught me things. Yes, like, the box with monks, yes. Like words and stuff. They got frustrated with me a lot, actually. Do tell. I felt like I talked more than they did, actually. They are always like, shut up, stop talking, stop saying words. <laughs> Why are you still talking? This is quiet time. I believe that's called a vow of silence, I think is what... <laughs> oh, is that was... What? what? <laughs> no, you helped the concept of monking by inventing the vow of silence just for you. Sure, I guess. <laughs> I vow that you'll be silent. <laughs> All right, well, I promise to follow the rules because my greatness is self-evident. I don't need to point it out. The massive cavern is lit by the dull red of molten rock and the occasional purple flash of some sort of heat lightning. In the distance, faint movement can be heard as groups of bat-like creatures flit around in the gloom. In the center of the lava lake squats a misshapen and desolate stone surface, barely worthy of the title of island. Virtually every inch of this scary is dominated by a massive battlement of crooked, blackened stone consisting of five leaning towers and a rough, uneven wall about 15 feet high. 
The construction has an unusual and alien appearance to it, even to the untrained eye, but appears to have been recently reinforced with a massive main door of black iron. A large ballista is mounted above the closed entrance, but is currently unmanned. No flags or crests are visible, but various bones are littered about the main entrance. <clears throat> Crawling across the outside of the walls are more of the white alien creatures who are scuttling in every direction. A careful eye will spot occasional hooded figures walking atop the battlements or peering from shuttered windows. Thick smoke pours out of the castle and drifts up to accumulate at the top of the cavern and flickers with that same eerie purple flashing. Our heroes are standing in full view on the beach. Hi! <laughs> directly in front of the great iron door, but as of yet, thanks to the power of narrative, they appear to be unnoticed. <laughs> awesome. You're good at coming up with reasons for us not to be immediately murdered. <laughs> hey, you did a compliment. <laughs> you noticed. Yeah. Good job. Uh, um, I had a thought. <laughs> but then it went away. <laughs> <laughs> and got replaced with emptiness. <laughs> I saw that you really tried. Yeah. And the fact that you failed was entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thanks. Yeah. I should have saved the punchy door thing for this one, huh? <laughs> well, maybe, although you really did surprise me big time. You noticed a mistake from before. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, Runnis and Kaylee are there looking very awkward in the wide open. The four spear creatures are shuffling behind you. They're obviously very disturbed by seeing the white creatures. And the flashy lady is cowering behind Runnis. Hey, Kaylee, why don't you try to, like, pick that lock there and see if we can get in here real quiet like um you mean the big giant door that's surrounded by guards that are right out there in the open looking at us and they're just not seeing us due to random luck that door <laughs> <laughs> um maybe let's hide first and then check out the scene or something or oh that sounds like a much better idea hey yeah <laughs> let's hide yeah oh you're really good at being told what to do by npcs because you're too <laughs> dumb to come up with it yourself <laughs> wait a minute that last part didn't seem like a compliment at all it was a compliment but it had a hook yeah you really dissected that statement like a person who mostly understands english <laughs> i understand many things I understand an average amount of things, in fact. <laughs> Whoa. So Kaylee basically just disappears in front of your eyes, takes a step back and just fades away. Sorry, I have to brag because I don't have a whole lot going on in my life. <laughs> that was a 31 stealth. Whoa. <laughs> oh, <What>? shit. <laughs> Bragging about the... Uh, this is Keith Nutskankara. Yeah. <laughs> Bragging about dice rolls in D&D because you have nothing else going on in your life is the essence of D&D. <laughs> That's right. Uh, everything else can go wrong for this episode, but I just know for one glorious moment, a pretend character that isn't even played by a real person <laughs> did really, really well at something. Yay!
Yay! You found something to be positive about, even when you're you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'm gonna, like, hide or some shit. So, stealth? Yes. Stealth it. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. <laughs> well, this should be good. <laughs> wow. Clang, clang, clang goes the day again. Luckily, I have it open already. The first fucking roll, even. The first one. <laughs> That's stunning. Hey, Kaylee, I'm hiding. Hi. <laughs> hiding. You know, at some point, you should try to go against type. <laughs> I don't know. I think I just, like, tried to hide so hard that I farted real loud or something and then tripped over a stone. Well, Guys, Dagon is excellent at remaining within the boundaries of his limitations. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so everyone else steps off to the side. There are boulders that you can step behind. It is sort of an uphill slope leading up to this battlement area. As everyone else moves and finds somewhere to uh, hide, Dagon's foot pushes precariously balanced bunch of stone. The stones shift and roll down the hill and bury him up to his knees while making a huge amount of noise. Just <laughs> Yay! Everyone on the castle immediately freezes and stares right at your direction, and it's a rather inopportune moment to notice that almost all of the black pigment that was on your skin is now gone, and you are radiating a bright pink glow. Well, I mean, I feel like that should be camouflage because everything else is red, and, you know, pink is kind of red-ish. Oh, oh, Dagon, your clumsiness exceeded my expectations. Yeah. What did you roll for a stealth, Skanky? Hmm? Oh, I should probably do that. Does it matter? <laughs> oh, no! Yeah, that's true. Uh, hold on. I don't know what you add to stealth. Oh, my God. The stealth modifier. Oh, yeah. I got a 20. Nice. A non-natural 20. Thank you very much. So the uh, extra almost foot taller version of Skankraw lumbers away in a way that nobody notices. Yeah. yeah. Dagon created an excellent distraction for me. Yes. Spang takes one giant deep breath. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> drags the cart out of the boat and pushes it forward towards the door. Oh my god, here we go again. <laughs> Suddenly the ballista is manned, or dwarfed, I suppose. You can hear the, the winding sound, tick, 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 and the spearhead points at you, Dagon, and then cycles down a little bit further and points at the cart as it heads towards the door. No, my ring! Yes. Hello, Duga. Hello, deep dwarves. We are here to trade. Who of you would be a king among men? Who of you can call forth the power of the magic items? Who's this Shakespeare talking motherfucker in front of our door? <laughs> You know, the guy that I hang out with sometimes, he's got, like, magic shit. I got stuck in the rocks, but, like, we're here to, you know, give you magic things. <laughs> <laughs> you lie as well as I would imagine you would lie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, uh, I didn't think we'd have to get here quite this fast, but... <laughs> oh, Jesus. 
Let's roll initiative. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. Oh. Yes. Well, I got an 18. Ooh, 11. 14. Okay, so all of the other characters are not to be seen. They have all successfully slunk away, except for, of course, Spang and Dagon. Spang and Dagon made very different choices. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't a compliment. It was more of a, just a statement, really. <laughs> Being unique is great and wonderful and allows you to be cannon fodder, which helps me, which is very selfless of you. They didn't follow the herd. The ballista actually goes first. Goes first? Oh, Jesus. I'm trying to think some witty repartee, but I can't think of none of that shit. <laughs> so eat some fucking ballista. And it launches and hits Spang dead center. Oh, oh shit. no. <laughs> I take the ring. I take the ring. <laughs> Passes through him and lands quivering right in the middle of the cart. Oh, son of a biscuit. Oh! That really smarts, you know. Oh my god, I'll save you on the next round. I, I'm like good at menacing, I guess. Is he leaking spang juice? Yes. Oh, the juice. <laughs> <laughs> Quarts of spangade all over the floor. Yeah. This was my best doublet, you dirty scoundrel. It's not spangade, it's spang like tang. The astronauts drank it. <laughs> There is the sound of a horn as one of the guards honks on his horn. This is going so well. <laughs> it's a little late for the welcome party, you dwarf doofuses. <laughs> you can see the white creatures are skittering on the walls, all collecting by the door, pulling out stone crystal knives, and one of them has a bow. They are not attacking this round, but they are essentially charging at the doorway. <sighs> and then you hear some commotion from within the castle. Commotion, commotion, commotion. So, Spang, your turn. You've just eaten a ballista. You have that cartoon hole in the center of you that happens in every movie. Yes, I try to collect as many of my organs as I can and put them back in the hole. It speeds up the process. <laughs> oh, I thought you would have just left it open. You know, giant speed hole. <laughs> no, the feng shui is all off with a hole like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, plus, like, the hole makes you harder to hit. There's less of you. Yeah. Dagan, I would take this opportunity if I was you to disentangle yourself and prepare yourself for oncomers. Yeah, but I figure you should probably plug that hole up there. Uh, don't worry yourself about it. I've got it under control. Oh, okay. Hey guys, your endless advice giving to each other during a battle <laughs> is suicide, but it is interesting. <laughs> 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 so, Spag, you're able to make some progress re-inputting your organs. <laughs> and that's probably it for the round. Dagan, you are buried up to the knee in stone. Yeah, I'm going to, like, get out of it. Okay. Roll get out of it. <laughs> 13. Do I get a foot out? Yeah. You are able to pull yourself out of the stone trap that you're in with the big rocks and the small rocks. <laughs> And the really, really, really small rocks. The tiny rocks. But you're not able to do anything. Basically, you, you rip yourself out, you stumble, you are still on your feet, but that's your entire round, as opposed to doing something sexy and rolling into <clears throat> Yeah, okay, well, I'm just gonna, like, lie down on one side and be like, hey... Um... <laughs> hey. It got weird there at the end. Yeah. Hey. Hey, you guys! This is an Old Spice commercial? <laughs>
Are you trying to seduce another inanimate object? I mean... <laughs> hey, ballista. <laughs> ballista the ballista. She sounds hot. Yeah. It's a sentient ballista. <laughs> Okay, Skankra, your turn. Okay, I would like to roll a perception before you do that as a free action. It's not going to cost you anything. Ooh, I rolled a 19 plus what, uh, 20. Nice, beautiful. It's the second 19 I've rolled today. You are off to the side behind a boulder. You're not invisible like imaginary Kaylee, but you feel relatively confident that they're not paying attention to you, especially since the new dwarf is glowing pink, lying on the side seductively. <laughs> hey! <laughs> well, you just created a very interesting nightmare I'm going to have tonight. <laughs> but as you are scanning about to find a path that you could reasonably take to get to the wall, you actually see a small white shape. I steal it. <laughs> it's very close to the lava. As you turned around to look for a path, you saw this white head duck down into something near the beach and it looked smaller than the white creatures that are on the wall. Okay. Well, then I will try to get to whatever it just climbed out of as secretly as I can. Okay, excellent. Maybe it wants to be friends. A natural 20! Whoa. Holy Whoa. shit, I am a god of rolling! I'm now bragging about my dice to make up for my sad life. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Okay, Skankra, roll 1d4, please. Yeah. Four! Four, motherfucker! Whoa. Okay, Skankra's incredible focus and his drive to get to that section has actually caused his body to become translucent. Oh, hell yeah. He is essentially appears to be no more solid than a shadow. So you are functionally invisible. Hell yeah. For four rounds. Aw. Whoa. I'm also like a foot taller. That's right. You're tall and invisible. I cast a larger shadow now. Like that guy in high school who was really tall but not good at basketball? <laughs> <laughs> you make your way down to the beach leading into the hot magma. It's noticeably hotter here. So am I. I'm taller. <laughs> <laughs> True. It's all dark and see-through. You actually see a metal pipe sticking out of the ground. Looks very much like a drainage pipe. It's large enough that you could walk into it as long as you hunched down. Prior to your growing, you probably could have just walked into it. Ooh, excellent. Well, I bet I know someone who'd like to run around and poop. <laughs> Me? <laughs> I mean... Yes, you noticed that I think you like poop. Yeah. You're good at noticing. I notice things stuff. Deep within the pipe in the shadows, you can see a small white figure curl up into a fetal position with its hands up over its head. Oh, kill it. Oh, Dagan needs to go investigate this poor white creature. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking the worst person found this helpless creature. You should start rolling some 20s and see how it affects your life. Yeah, if you roll some 20s, then you can curb stomp the creatures. No! Let's learn about its habitat, what it likes to eat, how it likes to sleep, what sorts of stories it likes to tell, maybe what its language is like. I wonder if it uses lights, or maybe it uses words, or sounds, or maybe they use mushrooms. Are you sure you're not a druid? <laughs> What's a druid? You are so honest about your level of knowledge being nothing. <laughs> So, so yeah, Skankra, that's essentially your turn. 
Kaylee appears next to you, Skankra, just out of nowhere. Whoosh. Runnis, oh my goodness, Runnis also does a fantastic job of sneaking around in his plate armor. He clanks up behind Kaylee. The four dark warrior creatures start throwing spears at the white creatures on the wall. Oh, right, we started a race war. Oh, dear. One of the white creatures drops with a spear in it, and the other spears have missed. The flashy creature is frantically waving her arms at the four dark warrior creatures' flashing lights. Uh-oh. Um, why is Windows trying to install shit? Fuck you. Oh. <laughs> You're using 100% of your disk and nothing's <laughs> happening. No, that's exa- That's literally what's happening. Hang on. <laughs> 100% and no reaction. <laughs> it's like you're not even doing anything. Yeah, it is like all of those things you said. It was the ballista first, I believe. Hey, would you look at that? That little one ain't dead yet. Let's hit him with something bigger. <laughs> but it takes a long time to load this goddamn thing. And I keep slipping into Redneck and not, not Hillbilly. Well, I mean, a Vermont Redneck is just the Northern Hillbilly. That's correct. They are similar. Oh yeah, don't you know it? That's true, but there is still the difference. We did have to fight a war over that. Boy, Jesus, I guess so. We should reload this ballista and see if we can pick this fucker right up. Oh yeah? Yeah, you know, little guys, you gotta go hunting there for that guy. <laughs> oh yeah, you know I'm gonna fucking kill that there, making it fucking explode, dude. Fucking get him up. Oh yeah? Kill him. Kill him dead. Oh wait, now I slipped into the southern one. <laughs> you gon' get it. So that pink guy lying in the road has stirred some uncomfortable feelings in me. <laughs> so I think I am going to aim my crossbow and try to kill him for making feelings in me. It's Keith, Skankrow, and I'm here to pimp out my other podcast, Out of Practice Podcast, an episode-by-episode guide through David E. Kelly's The Practice. So I'm going to give you the top ten reasons that a D&D nerd would like this podcast. Number one, we are even more violent than D&D. Seriously, in episode two, an archer kills a guy with an arrow through the throat. Number two, less Scott. 100% less Scott. Number three, the characters argue just as much as Skankra and Dagon. Number four, jingles. We have more jingles than Skankra has deaths so far. Number five, fans. In the corner of every single shot on the show is a fan that's not turned on. We don't know why, but we're going to find out. Number six, there are twice as many unnecessary musical theater references. Both hosts are musical theater people. That sounds like fun, right? (laughs) Number seven. We talk about Star Trek constantly. Sean doesn't let me talk about Star Trek. I don't know why. Number eight. We're also two straight white men finally getting a chance to mansplain to America. Number nine. We don't edit. You get all the mistakes, the technical difficulties, and boring lapses in conversation. Number ten. No, seriously. We don't edit. Wisdom of one. Could be fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, you like those feelings, huh? <laughs> oh, so a 23 will hit you, I assume. Can you catch that bolt and throw it back? I'm, I'm, I'm analyzing. I'm reading. I'm reading. <laughs> well done, Spag. How is it that you know rules that we've forgotten all about? Yes, I've been around quite a bit. No, no, no. I actually was planning on it. I'm just, like, trying to see. Apparently one of us listens to the episodes. I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> yep, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Oh, boy. All right, here I go. I, like, kind of caught it in my teeth, like a thing of roses. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like, pierced through my cheek, you know? And I was just like, oh, fuck! Oh, But I'm still trying to smile, like, sexy-like, you know? But it hurts. Pour some champagne on yourself. The sounds of a tango breaks out through the whole thing. Yeah. But it still kind of hurts a little bit. The tango's supposed to hurt. The thought of a sexy dwarf tango is evocative. <laughs> the white creatures hop down off of the wall and charge towards Dagon, Spang, and the four darkened warrior creatures. Well, as we are being charged, I want to yell at those wall boys. If you want to make an impression, come down and show us something, why don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do that. Yeah. I believe that's what's called a, a psychological warfare tactic. <laughs> psychological? That's a word I know. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, both of those tactics are psychologically upsetting. <laughs> Psychologically? Because you have, like, taunt and seduce, and at the same time, it creates feelings. <laughs> feelings. The white creatures swarm over one of the dark warrior creatures and stab him, and he collapses onto the ground, uh, appears to be in very bad shape. Another one of the dark creatures gets wounded, but is still up. No. Dagon, a creature with a crystal dagger, slides towards you and does, a again, a pretty fancy knife move. Mm. Oh, jeez. 21 hit you? Yes. Five points of damage. Ow. And spang a rock clangs off the side of your head. They used a sling and projected a rock very hard off the side of your head. Whang. How inelegant. Yeah. You guys are excellent at soaking up hit points. <laughs> Surprisingly, it doesn't affect you much. Spang, your turn. Then I guess I met her taunt some more. I pick up the cart and start to trundle it quickly towards the door, kicking and crushing as many of these white creatures under the tires as possible on my way. <laughs> okay, uh, roll aggressive salesmanship. <laughs> so you're kind of doing like the floating disc tactic? Yeah, yeah. Uh, except that I, I rolled my first one on your podcast. No <laughs> way! <laughs> Congratulations, welcome to the team. Oh, oh wow. Damn it. <laughs> Oh. Spang, you fit in great with our incompetence. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, there is something contagious. My life is a living nightmare. <laughs> she. Hmm. Hmm. You don't have a uh, critical fail table for pushcart war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I have I have over 10,000, but I don't like any of them yet, so hold on. Look, I created a whole bunch of awesome ones. I, they're in there. <laughs> <laughs> Mine are extra exciting. Mm. That's interesting. So, Spang, you are overtaken with a rage that is so powerful you <laughs> can't control yourself. You charge forward, running past the white creatures, up to the wall and start immediately trying to climb the wall, screaming bloody murder, and nothing's gonna make you feel better until you've murdered everyone in the castle. 
I think that's totally correct. I'm coming for you boys, you wall boys. <laughs> oh my god, look at him go. Dagon, your ability to annoy has inspired Spang. Yeah, I guess so, look at him. So Dagon, your turn, you're laying on your side with a crossbow bolt in your teeth, being stabbed by a white spear-carrying alien creature. Yeah. So what do you do? How many various creatures? Yeah, good point. I didn't give specific numbers. Uh, I would say there are five white creatures yeah. and two dwarven creatures in black robes by the ballista, but there are other ones you can see running up the walls and accumulating within the castle. In terms of bodies that you can see right now, two dwarves, five white creatures. Okay. Well, I guess I'm just going to try to dispatch the guy that knifed me. Okay. Ow, fuck you with a knife. You have a really odd sense of romance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good at making me nostalgic for times before I knew you. <laughs> you must carry a transcendent amount of optimism to wake up every morning and think, yeah, I'll keep doing this. <laughs> <laughs> that one I like. <laughs> um, that one actually hit a little too close to home. I don't know if I can listen to that one. <laughs> That's why it's funny. <laughs> I'll show you a knife! And then stabs him with the magic-y knife, hopefully. Okay. Oh yeah, 20, not natural. Yep, that definitely hits. So, for nine points of magic-y magic. Okay, yep. And then I'm gonna follow that with the cold punch of fury. I have to do a what kind of saving throw? <laughs> Wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> you keep it fresh by asking that every single time, <laughs> even though it's the name of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what, Cold Punch of Fury? Wisdom. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not the wisdom of what? Wisdom of ones. <laughs> so I just rolled the most incredible advantage. I had a natural 20 and a 19. So I'm going to take the natural 20. So you do a slash. Looks like it does a decent amount of damage. Whoosh, and then your hand turns into this white glowing orb as your focus is so perfectly drawn to your, your fist. All of your chi and your energy is focused and you hit him square in the chest. He freezes solid and shatters into a million pieces. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So then I'm going to, like, run over to the dark guys. Try to, you know, help them out. Skankra, your turn. You are looking into the pipe tunnel thingy. Oh, okay. So I'm assuming the pipe tunnel continues forward for a while. Yes. And the creature who is huddled, I'm assuming it doesn't look malevolent? No, it does not look dangerous at all. It's a very thin, shorter than the others, no weapons that you can see, and the body language is definitely... I'm not a threat. Does it have anything I can steal? There's a lot of dirt on him, her. Okay. 
Well, I'm just gonna barrel down the tunnel. Okay, are you gonna step over the creature or just run past? Yeah, I mean, I figure Kaylee will do the whole, like, storytelling, talking to the creature and find <laughs> out its sad story. <laughs> I'm just gonna go forward. <laughs> okay, all right. So with your dark vision and everything, you're able to make it about 40 feet hunched over and the tunnel hangs a bit of a right. And so you're at that right-hand turn. It doesn't smell good, that's for sure, but it's also not wet. It's not like your stereotypical sewer dripping water sludge everywhere. It doesn't smell good, but it's dry at least. It's dry heat. Okay, so... That sounds like a pretty successful (laughs) fart, honestly. It stinks, but it's a dry shit. But it's at least not wet. (laughs) That's why I like them. I like all my shits dry. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Um, Skakerai, you just walked over what appears to be a child. Don't you want to hear its backstory and comfort it and stuff? Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's got some sort of a sob story. We should, I don't know, figure it out. We'll save whatever bullshit parents got murdered or whatever. (laughs) Um, okay. I'm really having a hard time finding a positive slant to that, but, um... Look, 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 I oh, I got one. You are better suited to care about weakling NPCs than I am. <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, with focus, our talents to what we're good at. Exactly. Ooh, ooh, Kaylee, ask it what its favorite color is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, that is a much better thing than to try and seduce it. <laughs> It's a child! What the fuck? (laughs) We don't know that. It's just very small. Um, okay. I love how we've slowly morphed into every encounter with the unknown starts with a seduction attempt. (laughs) (laughs) With my charisma of seven. What's this rock? Hi, rock. What do you think about me slowly unbuttoning my shirt, giant tree? (laughs) A constant seduction with a charisma of seven describes high school for me. Uh, Why did it stop at high school? (laughs) Did the charisma go up or down after high school? No, I just gave up. (laughs) See, (laughs) the seduction stopped. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Kaylee goes down to a knee, comforts this creature, won't go into the backstory or anything, but she's definitely doing comforting sounds. Scott, what would a comforting sound sound like? Oh, it's a nice creature. Oh, hmm. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I don't feel particularly comforted for some reason. (laughs) Okay, so Runnis, boy, he's got some bad options here. (laughs) Those are the only kind of options we have. A white wall appears in front of Dagon. It's translucent energy wall, essentially. A a white force field (laughs) appears in front of you. And Runnis says, Uh, I don't think you have a great chance of storming the castle. You know, I was just trying to get these guys away from there and somewhere else where it's not there. I didn't do particularly well, so they're on the wrong side of the force field. (laughs) 
So how about you run to us and then we'll hope they get away? Well, what about the flashy lady? I don't want to leave her behind. Actually, she's back on the beach, so she has a better chance to get to us. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Besides, none of us are getting out of this alive anyway. Oh, come on, Runnis. Will you have a chance? Dagan, your incompetence is inspiring other incompetence. <laughs> Very inspirational. <laughs> all right, the timer doesn't have to start over. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and the flashy lady is flashing lights and heading towards the pipe. She can see which way the wind's blowing. Okay, uh, another two crossbow bolts come shooting out. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, another one of the dark creatures drops with a headshot and yikes. Oh, no! The other one, uh, hits Runnus' shield. It's actually a bug zapper for the dark guys. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's drawn to it and can't help but touch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to leave that hang there. <laughs> yeah, uh, I feel like one of the dwarves wants to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> the white creatures fall upon the two remaining dark warriors and pummel them to the ground. <laughs> you can't really see what's happening on the other end of the shield of faith. Bang, you are halfway up the wall and you are climbing, climbing. Wow. We didn't even get into the interesting construction techniques, but uh, <laughs> uh, but it's very easy to climb. There's lots of really deep crevasses. And so you are unpowered by your own will climbing over the top of the wall. You kick over the top <coughs> and there's a robed dwarf with a battle axe standing right in front of you. I've been waiting for you. <laughs> you people have been causing no end of trouble. And now you'll see what kind of trouble I can cause. I whip out two daggers on both of them, red rubied bladed, Ooh. and I go in for the kill. Rubies. I can't steal them from inside the tunnel, though, can I? <laughs> no. Dagan, like, pulls out his red mushroom. Yeah, yeah, use that one. It's red. Aha. Uh, -huh. <laughs> uh, 21 and an 18. Whoa. Both will hit, yes. Is he surprised? Do I get the sneak attack damage? Uh, no, not sneak attack. He saw you coming up the wall. Because also you were screaming bloody murder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, it hardly matters because I still rolled uh, 15 points of damage. He stumbles back, lands on his butt. Very in bad shape. You have turned out to be surprisingly useful. <laughs> yes, well, I've been put into a corner. Nobody puts Spang into a corner. <laughs> <laughs> Dagan, what do you do? Um, well, Spang, um... Fuck. <laughs> you just hear the gleeful yell of someone finally feeling something after a thousand centuries of being trampled upon. Yes! <laughs> he looks like he's kind of having fun. I guess I just run to the tunnel. You are able to quickly make your way to the tunnel. Fortunately, your pink glow actually lights up the tunnel, makes things easier to see. <laughs> Hey, you guys, I can see pretty well in here. Yes, your bioluminescence, which normally is a nightmare for everyone, occasionally is useful. That actually kind of did feel like a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> ah, damn it. Extra points if it feels like a compliment. <laughs> yeah, it kind of does feel like it. Fucking hell. <laughs> you guys have rules. I have rules, too. <laughs> I'm, like, almost blushing, so, like, extra pink now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> the shade of pink turns slightly redder in the room. <laughs> there you've done it and made it gross. <laughs> 
<laughs> now he made it gross? <laughs> so, Skankra, there's a pink light uh, appearing behind you in the tunnel, right as it takes that right-hand turn. But it's your turn. What, what would you like to do? I'm charging forward as fast as I can go. You make another 20 feet or so, going at a slight downward angle. It takes a left turn and then ends in a grate that is built into the wall in front of you. Oh, great. Oh. That was piss poor. Great expectations. <laughs> that joke was really grating on my nerves. <laughs> Sorry, I haven't ironed it out yet. <laughs> I think you've been disbarred from joking, Keith. Damn it! <laughs> I'm gonna vent about this later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are really draining my energy. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> So through the grate, you can see a large room filled with hand-operated mining machinery. You see molten metal being poured into the tank that every movie has for some reason that no one can figure out why. All the spark machines are going at full tilt. There are lots of these white creatures carrying stones and sacks and putting them in piles and a number of dwarven creatures supervising with whips. Kalima! Exactly. Thank you. That's what I was going for. <laughs> what? Was that a pop culture? Yeah, don't worry about it. Oh. It's fine. It was from 30 years ago. No problem. <laughs> but it's really important pop culture. Thank you very much. You have plenty of time to catch it. So yeah, Skycar, are you looking through the grate at free commerce at its best? <laughs> Great. Yeah. Capitalism working for the poor. Bunch of job creators. <laughs> right. Kaylee stands up and is holding hands with the small white creature. Now that it's standing, it looks very much like the white warrior creatures, only smaller and less warrior-y, but it's the same race, clearly. Mm. Kill it! Runnis is chanting to himself, and you see another white force field build itself right in front of the mouth of the pipe, and there are creatures hammering against that force field. Nice! Oh. Nice one, Runnis! Should hold for a minute or two, so... Get your words that you wanted to say to your gods. Um, well, I'm not allowed to compliment myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Spang, your whirlwind of destruction is continuing forth. May I suggest that we withhold my narrative? Or, if you would like to see my dervish of gore, <laughs> I'd be happy to accommodate you. No, I think we're going to go for a more PG aspect of it and just insinuated violence. So, in the far distance, reverberating through the walls, you hear the high-pitched scream of creatures dying in horrible, gory, wet ways. <laughs> Stone cracking. Dust is falling from the ceiling. Wow. Cool. Spang's kind of nutty, huh? So, Dagon, what do you do? I immediately go up to, like, the little white creature guy mm -hmm. and go, Hello! <laughs> Hi! What's your name? <laughs> okay, go ahead and do animal handling. <laughs> <laughs> Our favorite! Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... Eight. <laughs> um, not crying? Nope, not crying. It sort of steps behind Kaylee a little bit, but pokes its head out from behind her and is still making vague eye contact, even though you can't tell where their eyes are. Well, then I just try to play peekaboo around Kaylee. You're like, hello! <laughs> 
and then hide behind Kaylee. Hello! Not creepy at all. <laughs> you get a response, kind of a, a light wave. And then I walk up to wherever the end of the thing is. Skankra, what do you do? I want to inspect the grate. Is there any way that we can get through it? Does it have a latch? So it appears to be held on by bolts, and the bolts actually look rather new. All the metal construction in this all looks very, very new. Stone stuff is extremely old, the metal's new. Uh, so it looks like you could just pull the bolts out in maybe a round or two and lift the grate off. All right, so I'm not gonna do that yet, but what I'm gonna do is cast alarm on the far side of the room okay. to the tune of I want it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I want it that way. Yeah, exactly. Tell me why. Yeah, tell me why I've done nothing but it. But set it up to go off at a later time, say like the beginning of next episode. Very good. So you waggle your fingers, the magic effervesces into the far end of the room. No one seems to notice. Some of the slaves and slave handlers are looking up at the ceiling as the screams of the dying can be heard through the walls. <laughs> the screams of the dying? That's a really mean thing to say about the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> but well, they're screaming in harmony at least. <laughs> <laughs> Their dance moves are sick. Ow, my organs! <laughs> Uh, so everyone just piles up behind you and looks through the grate. Dagan, uh, is there anything that you want to do? You know, it kind of makes me think that we can make the slaves turn against the bad guys, like like a slave result re- re- revolt or something, you know? The slave result. I like it. A slave result, yeah. A slave result. If you get them to revolt, that would be a slave result. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a result, yes, yes. <laughs> Let's aim for that result, you know, and and, and, and maybe we can, like, talk to the little guy here and figure out how to make that happen. Yeah. So as you are thinking about the tides of history, mm. Skankra, you feel a cold blast of wind behind you. Dagon. <laughs> <laughs> Your pouch feels a slight bit heavier and you can hear a rustling from your pouch. <gasps> Oh, what's in the pouch? What's in the pouch? You open it up and there is a black iron ring that is billowing purplish smoke. Oh my God, put it on, put it on. Excellent. Oh boy. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) This is frightening. Great episode, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. No, I'd have so many more backhanded compliments all queued up. (laughs) (laughs) You stole the diamond from a concubine. Of a wizard who could read your mind You got nowhere to hide Nowhere to run You stole the gold from the dwarven graves Then got yourself lost in the caves You got nowhere to hide Nowhere to run Is your life disappointing? Are you a miserable failure? Are you held back by a festering stew of genetic catastrophe and dreadful life choices? Do you feel like you're a walking piece of putrid subhuman garbage because that's what your family, your friends, strangers on the street, your mirror, and basic common sense tells you? Are you uncommonly stupid, unhygienic, and pathetic in a way that inspires disdain and not empathy? Your cat never looked at you, of course, 
But is your dog starting to avoid eye contact and staring out a window at homeless people hoping to be adopted? You must feel terrible. And you should, because you have low self-esteem. At the Skankross School of Self-Esteem, we're here to help. You just need some encouraging words and a little boost. And nobody's better at compliments than Skankrock. He's here to help you with healthy, positive affirmations. Like, you be you. You can't stop being such a loser. So save yourself the struggle and give up. Sure, your hands are small, but so is your penis. You match, buddy. Accept the things you can't control. Like the fact that you're painfully ugly. With your level of success, it's natural that you'll be alone forever. It's perfectly reasonable that the lady of the night would want you to wear a bag over your face. It's got a job to do, and it's helping her help you. Skankra's School of Self-Esteem. You have a purpose. Your misery makes others feel better about themselves. Make your down payments to skankrajr at gmail.com. for listening to Wisdom of One. If you enjoyed our particular brand of nonsense, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcasting service. We can be found online at wisdomofonepodcast.com and on Instagram and Facebook at Wisdom of One Podcast. You can email us at info at wisdomofonepodcast.com. Stay tuned for the next thrilling episode in which Dagan and Skankrock get into a petty squabble about nothing, ignore all of Sean's plot points, and most likely wind up dead. <laughs>